Would you have thought this is the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen in the whole history of the world? But My then, life, there's <laughs> nothing that will ever be better than this. Yeah. There is no way you get me to go to that crack house and just get naked in the living room for some cougar. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast your dad warned you about, but your mom loves. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and talking about it. And we figured the masses would want to hear our opinions, so here we are. Yep, here we are. This is episode number four. How you feeling about that, Jack? Um, I'm a little bit worried about what your movie choice is going to be for this week. Probably something stanky, but... That's well, to be expected. I've only got to go once so far, and did you enjoy my one that I picked? I think I gave it like a 76. Okay. So, yeah. So, you gave that a better score than you gave the one you picked last week. Yeah, that one was okay. kind of a dud. All right. I expected it to go real good. It's like throwing a grenade. You expect it to blow up, but then it didn't. You, you forgot to pull the pin. Yeah, I forgot to pull the pin. All right. I personally feel like we're, uh, we're going to start hitting our stride soon. Right, and, and we've learned a lot from our first three episodes, and we've made some adjustments. And by my calculations, I think we're going to be probably seasoned podcasting professionals by this time next week. This time next week. I agree. Uh, even so, you have agreed, you being the listener, have agreed to our 21-episode challenge. So 17 more episodes to go after this one before you can decide if you like us or not. Just like we talked about, the terms and conditions of uh, whatever platform you're listening on to sign up on there. That was the small print that you didn't read, the fine print you did not read. And, and I know we keep hammering this and hammering this, but we want you to stay out of legal trouble. Yeah, this, honestly. It's all for you. This, this isn't any sort of selfish act. This is us saving you billions, perhaps. Because Yeah, because we look out for you guys. Yeah. We, lo- we love you guys. You're our family. Yeah, you're our family, and, and we look out for family. Um, before we get rolling, I'd like to step out into the movie mug and lobby for a moment. Jack, will you uh, please join me? Yes, yes I will. Uh, This is a segment we call Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. Uh, For those that don't know, Lobby Time is a great time to go over some things that aren't really related to the movie we'll be talking about, but we still feel like they're important enough to, to warrant some attention. Um, some podcasts out there like to call this housekeeping, but let's face it, nobody really likes housekeeping. Especially not me after that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm not talking about the housekeeping people who knock on your door and go, it's the same word. Housekeeping. It is the same word. Should we preface it with the story? A a brief, the 50 cent tour of that memory. The 50 cent tour of that memory. Um, I would really need to get the transcript, which I, which I do have on my iPad. (laughs) So... Yeah, 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 let, let's do that. Hang, okay. hang on just a second. All right, the housekeeping story. So this happened when we were on vacation one time, and Jack... This, I must have been in fifth grade, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You, you were definitely a lot younger. So this happened when we were on vacation. Jack, we, we all went down to the beach, I think. or you all, Y'all went to the hotel pool, and I decided to be a, a loner and stay upstairs in the hotel, and... I had to take a little dookie, so I went to go take a little dookie, and that's when I hear 
the uh, presumed burglars knocking at the door saying housekeeping, trying to pretend. And I was trapped in the bathroom, poop in the toilet, pants at my ankles, scared shitless. <laughs> so, so this is how this went down. I get this text. It says, well, it, the whole family gets it. It says, are any of y'all in the hotel room? No, we're at the pool. Okay, housekeeping is here and I'm pooping. They tried to open the door. I say, come down to the pool, yo. He says, I can't. I'm trapped by housekeeping. This sucks. What? So they know you were there? I'm in the bathroom and housekeeping is here and they won't leave. They just know the door is locked, but they won't leave. Need someone to come save you? This is horrible. Yes, please. Both bathroom doors are locked. Do you have clothes? Yes, I have my shorts on. Then just come out. No, it's been like 15 minutes. (laughs) It's too late. So they just need to give us some new towels. Just come out of the room and leave. You don't need a shirt to come down here. No, there are a bunch in the room knocking on the door and they keep saying housekeeping. Yeah, they I'm they cornered. Had, they fucking walked in through the front hotel door and they were knocking on the bathroom door. So I was extra trapped. I was scared. <laughs> cornered animal. Yeah, I says I'm cornered and we're like they're they're worried, you know? Maybe they think there's somebody in there. Maybe they're they're just worried and he says so am I. And my wife's like they think someone is hurt in there maybe. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Help me. And we're just like, come out of the bathroom. No, I need someone. Please help. And we're like, we're coming. Going to take a minute. Thank you so much. This is horrifying. Oh. And then I think the last thing I texted was, this makes for great theater. How will it end? Yeah, he did say that. And oh, mom man. came to my rescue. Yeah. And when she came to the rescue, she went in there and I guess diverted their attention and he ran out. To where as they soon didn't. as I heard her voice, I sprinted out every door and oh, ran down to the pool. It was so great. I think I smiled so hard and laughed so hard. My, my cheeks hurt. How, how do we, Oh yeah. Yeah. So back to where we were, a lot of podcasts like to call this housekeeping segments like this. Um, but like I said, nobody really likes housekeeping. So we felt like lobby time would, would definitely be more accepted, um, with the but, music. Yeah. Um, plus we have this big old lobby that we're not using for anything else. So it just makes sense. Yeah. All right. Here's the first thing I'd like to address. Um, we got some good news the other day. Movie Muggin is now on Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. That's that's like legit. That's what I use for everything audio. Yeah, and I did a little research and found out that Spotify has 96 million paid subscribers. And since we're on Spotify and 96 million people subscribe to Spotify, simple logic kind of tells me that it kind of means we have 96 million subscribers right now. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Fans, subscribers, and listeners, they do all of it. Yeah, so I think it's safe to say that we can go ahead and probably put in our two weeks notice at work at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also on Google Play and, of course, SoundCloud, who was there for us uh, from the... Humble from beginnings. Our <laughs> humble beginnings 11 days ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, as of this recording, haven't heard back from iTunes yet, but we have submitted. Hopefully, we uh, we fully expect to be on iTunes by the time uh, you're listening to this, hopefully. If not, they'll be hearing from our legal team. <laughs> Um, secondly, you may remember that last week we reported that our air conditioning was out and it got up to 85 degrees here in the movie mug and podcast studio. It got up to 88 later that night. It did get up to 88. Uh, and the reason I bring this up is I just wanted to give a shout out to all of the listeners who called and emailed and, and reached out to us in various ways to make sure we were okay. Yeah. That really warmed my heart, honestly. Yeah. You know what? Not one single person did that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. You know, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to pump out professionally produced podcasts for free, no matter what the working conditions are, and and that's a promise from here from us here at Movie Muggin. We're we're workhorses here. 
Yeah. We don't stop. No, and it's all for you, the listener. All for you. Jack, you got anything to, to add? Any shout outs to give or anything? Um, shout out to Chick-fil-A. You're giving me my sustenance for the day. Okay. Honey mustard's good. That one's free, Chick-fil-A. The next time, uh, it's going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and it's time to get into today's movie. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I know. I know you're scared. Let's see. All right. Today's movie that I'm picking. Yep. It came out in 1981. <laughs> okay. It has a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes. Okay. I have no idea who directed it. Not really important. <laughs> IMDb gives it 6.2 out of 10. Okay. Reasonable. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, 30%. Uh, oh, but, no. But listen to this. This is important. Google users, 83% like this movie. All right. I know you hear 30% and you're like, eh, I don't know about this. But then I, then I come right back with the good news, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. IMDb parental guidance, which we lovingly call the Mormon mothers, they have lots of things to say about it because there are lots of things to say about it. Awesome. I'm not going to get into all of it. I will say that they say that there's at least 10 F words. Lame. Um, other language is still used. It's milder, but still strong words are used throughout. So, so here's the thing. It has, it has nine things under, under the sexual content. But, okay. But here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm going to read you one. It says, in a strip club scene, a stripper flashes her breast. Cool. <laughs> but I, I really don't want to read you anything else. And, and here's the reason. If you go back to, say, American Pie, which everybody's seen, mm -hmm. and if I was to read what the Mormon mother said on there, here, here's one. It says, a man's father walks in and sees him thrusting on the table with a pie under him. Under him? Yeah. So On his dick. <laughs> yeah. But it was under him. You know, he was... <laughs> but anyway... I don't want to tell you all the things that the Mormon mother says about this. Because it's because a little bit spoiler. It's a spoiler, yeah. right? But just know there are nine sexual things that the Mormon mothers are warning us about. Okay. Okay. So the movie we're about to watch is called Porky's. I've never heard of it, actually. Porky's. I know what it means. <laughs> I just hadn't heard of it. Okay. So if you're listening along and you have not seen the movie Porky's, the great 1981 flick, go ahead, great. And, go ahead and pause and watch Porky's with us. If you have already heard it, go ahead and pause anyway. Maybe take a bathroom break and then um, come back on and listen to what we have to say about it. Yeah. All right. So better. Time for a movie mug and pause. And we're back. <laughs> you're nasty for that one. Well, that's what wacky FM DJs do. Right? And we're back. And we're back. That's disgusting. Is it? All right. That's disgusting. Well, we just got done watching the movie Porky's, a 1981 comedy classic. Or classic. So I, or so I used yeah. to think. Um, Jack, go ahead and give us the 50-cent tour of the movie, if you would, in your own words. Okay, well, it started... I kind of blocked the start out of my memory. Um, it was just the high school kids in the 50s and... They're just kind of goofing around all the time, and they want to get laid. And so they go to this place called Porky's, and it took a while to get to that point, but we knew that was coming because the title. So they go to this place called Porky's. It's kind of like a uh, like <laughs> like a redneck uh, strip club type deal. Like they have the stars and bars flying everywhere. It's like that. And so they go there, and they're underage, and... um. Porky, the main 
the host of the place the owner he's real fat and he's very redneck and he's like all right boys go into that room uh, over there and uh, you'll get your pussy in there and he made them pay before and then they go in there and he pulls a lever and they fall out the bottom into the nasty bayou water or whatever and so it kind of became their it's kind of unclear that that was their end goal because so many different storylines got added to it and never resolved later on. <laughs> the middle part is kind of just a blur because there's 80,000 things happening at once. There's just so much shit to deal with, and I couldn't kind of keep up with parts of it, and it was also really bad until the final half hour or so, and so I just kind of was halfway into it. But yeah. Well, here's what the internet says. It says, High school friends Pee Wee, Tommy, Billy, and Mickey want to lose their virginity. But when they're kicked out of a strip club after the owner Porky takes their money, they plot revenge. While they try to get back, uh, while they try to get back at them, they deal with other teen troubles, including Pee Wee's worries that his equipment is shrinking, their sexually opinionated gym teacher, and a spy hole in the girls' locker room. Yes, that was a good part. I'm going to ask your your initial reaction, but I already know your initial yet reaction because I think you said this is top five piece of shits I've ever seen at the <laughs> yeah. beginning. But go ahead and go ahead and talk about it anyway. Okay, so I basically watched for an hour, wishing I was doing literally anything else, and then in the last maybe thirty minutes, maybe a little bit more, it started getting better. Like the uh, there was a little theme that happened a couple times. The three boys would go to like underneath the school and look through the water pipes to see people on the girls shower. And then the last time it happened was really funny because Pee Wee, uh, he got the short end of the stick this time and he couldn't see all the other girls doing things and he was getting really pissed. And then all the girls left because the nasty coach, the nasty women's coach who has it out for the boys, Miss Ballbreaker, she here sees all the girls in there and then she, they all get out. And she sees the peepholes are open. And one of the boys had recently just had his wiener through <laughs> that uh, said people turning it into a glory hole. And <laughs> the two other boys decided to tell him to keep his dick through there and <laughs> just to say, oh, she's coming for it. The girl is really coming for it. And it was really just the nasty, like, ugly-ass girl coach. And she grabbed onto it like a rope. He's like, I've got you now, Turner. And she was grabbing it and grabbing it and pulling it through, and he got away. And she goes to the principal later on, and she has this stupid fucking idea, which is, hey, let's get him and then four other boys of your choice to line up naked because I saw the mole on his penis, and I know it was him. And there's three guys in the background, like other coaches who know about it, laughing their ass off, and then the principal... He's trying not to laugh, and then he starts laughing ultimately. Well, let me talk about why I picked this movie. Please. <laughs> I've been anxious to know. Okay. So let me just start by saying... You uh, loved it when you were six years old. No, shut up. It's my turn. <laughs> Fuck you. Let me just start out by saying... By, let, let me set up this scenario. Imagine yourself at 13 years old and seeing American Pie. Oh... <laughs> This is no American no, Pie. There is no comparison. Shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> Listen to me. Imagine yourself at 13 watching American Pie. Would you have thought this is the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen in the whole history of the world? But My then, li <laughs> There's nothing that will ever be better than this. Yeah. 
That was me at 12 years old. Actually, this came out when I was 12 years old, so I, I saw this probably at 13 so on 12, cable. 13. This was one of those movies. You know, this did come out when I was 12, and I remember seeing the previews for it. And, you know, 12 years old is the time when, when things start awakening in young men. Boners. Uh, and I, I just remember saying, I mean, this was like the forbidden show. And <laughs> I remember we got cable TV shortly after, and I remember when it came out on cable TV, it was the, oh, gosh, I got to have an opportunity to see this. My parents are not going to let me see it. When can I sneak out of my room at night and watch it at three o'clock in the morning? I got to see this movie because it was the forbidden movie. And I just knew that it was going to have all the sexual stuff in there, which, you know, every 12, 13, 14 year old boy wants to see. Yeah. This was my American pie at age 13. That's what it was. And, and you know what? You can thank Porky's because if Porky's wouldn't have come out, would there even be an American pie today? I don't know. That's, that's the grandpa of American pie. Great, great, great grandpa. But what you were, what when you read the like the description of the movie out after my shitty fifty, my twenty five cent tour, it said these boys all want to get laid, and that's just like American Pie. They all want to get laid before the end of the summer. Yep. But then if you watch the movies, that's actually a main theme throughout the movie. And this one that gets shoved to the side after they all get dumped in the water, and then only Pee Wee is—he's the only one who gets laid. So I think it's unfair to make the description: all these boys want to get laid as like the main storyline. Well, they do, and then only one kid does. But that's—but that's, it's the loserest one with the tiny. But dick. that's why they go to that place where that 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 stripper is supposedly waiting for them, where they, well, yeah. they prank them. Then they go to Porky's to get laid. You know, I mean, that's, but then it just drops it. It just drops it. Well, because they have other things to do. They have other fish to fry. They need to get revenge <laughs> on Porky because Porky keeps beating up their friend who's stupid enough to keep going out there and trying yeah, to take on this without redneck. Without a gun. And all of his friends, one of the high school kids did. But you got to understand that in 1981 or 1982 or 83 or whenever it was that I saw this, this was my American Pie, and that's why I picked this movie. I, In all fairness, I have not seen this movie since. since. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I've seen it since, but I probably haven't seen it since the 80s. So does it still, I look, nostalgia, yes. I, I remember this and I remember, oh yeah, I remember this part. This is great. And then I'd look over at you and you're just like, I could tell that you're just not into it. He came around a little bit there toward the end. but The end was much, much better. I was thinking during the whole thing until the, like the, the final chunk of the movie that I actually liked to watch. I was like, this is getting a 10%. I'm getting on the mic and being like, yep, 10%, 15%. But then... I even looked over to you and said, this has made it jump many percents mm-hmm. in my rating. I don't know if it'll pass still, but I mean... No, we'll get to that in a little we'll bit. We'll get to that. I, I'm sitting on it. Look, I, it's so hard to pick movies <laughs> because, I, like I said, I have a list of like 67 or maybe even 70 movies now. And I, and I want to pick one that I think you'll like. And I want to pick one. I, like, I wanted to pick one that was funny. And I remember Porky's to just be one of the greatest things I'd ever seen at the time that I saw it. I mean, the pranks, there were some good pranks. You got to admit the, the prank where they lined up all the guys. They're like, Hey man, there's this, there's this basically a, um, the stripper who will bang anybody for like 10 bucks or for free. I don't, I think it was for free. Yeah. They didn't have any money. Um, her, she's married to some big black guy, but he's out of town and, and we can all go out there and we can all bang her. And so all the guys are all lined up and they're like, Oh yeah. We're and like two or three of them are in on the prank. But the rest of them really think they're about to get laid. And mm-hmm. she makes them strip down and she looks them over and says some things and then and grabs one of their nuts. Yeah. It's it, to, they said it was like some sort of, like a physical, like a wellness check to make sure you have no ZDs, I no, think. <laughs> VD, venereal diseases. I didn't know that. I th- VD used I to be a big yeah. word that people threw around. And no, now it's STD. Don't have sex, you'll get VD. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, Venereal yeah. diseases. So, so VDs. STDs now, yeah. Yeah, and so they're all naked except for the two who are in on it, and the two that are in on it go into the room with her black husband who's scary. They got a machete with blood, like fake blood, and they're going to do this crazy prank. Uh, so the two boys, they go in there, and the, the whorish lady, whatever. <laughs> Strippers don't just... That's not a stripper. That's a whore. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And so the the whore, I don't know her name, so we'll just call you double. I think her name was Cherry Deluxe. Or, I don't it know. It was, oh, it was Cherry something. Yeah. And so she's all fake moaning, and then she gets one of the other dudes uh, who's in on it to get on the couch and start making it creak like the... the the classic creaking noise. Mm-hmm. And so all the dudes that are naked out in the living room are like, yeah, yeah, oh, she's a, oh, she's banging for him. Oh, wow. And uh, She's banging for and him. <laughs> and also, what I didn't understand is all these boys, they all drove up in the same truck out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. That's and the- there's this little shitty crack house. And like, yeah, we're going to get laid in here. <laughs> I... No, that looks like a little witch's tavern. I don't like that. I, I found that to be completely believable. Hey, guy, hey, high school boys, uh, there's a girl who will do it with you. I mean, it's just like all those memes. My parents aren't home, and then, you know? But I, but it's a fucking... It is worse than any crack house. But it's deep south, and, and, and there's there's little shacks like that out in the bios out there in the 1950s. I don't want to fucking one of those get eaten by a crocodile. And so all the boys are out there like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And so then uh, they have their plans set. They're covering the other dude in blood, and they have the the scary-looking guy with the machete that's covered in blood. And so their friend covered in blood comes out of the door, and he's like, oh, oh my. And he dies, fake dies. And then the dude with the machete comes running out like, oh, kill all you some bitches. And so they're running around naked and like nowhere. Good prank. It is a good prank. That was a good prank. You didn't even appreciate it at the time, though. I was you'd already just, checked out of the movie. I'd already checked out. Yeah. But it's also, there is no way you get me to go to that crack house and just get <laughs> naked in the living room for some cougar. Okay. She was like 50 years old, and they're like, oh, I can't wait to, oh, get right up in them loins. Oh, yeah. I just really want to. Again, the, the plot <laughs> of the movie was a teenage boys who want to get laid. and so I don't think teenage boys want to get laid that bad unless they have like horrible issues. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to fuck a 50-year-old woman in the middle of the swamp (laughs) in this shack that basically doesn't have a roof. (laughs) How does this place have electricity? I don't know. It's magic. I bet you that if you went into high school and you were like, hey, guys, man, um, hey, I can can get all of you guys laid tonight. No problem. They wouldn't be like, where? You'd have to ask band kids. What's the house look like? I would say where. Because if they're going to say 60 miles away in the middle of where, then I'm going to be like, probably not. I'll just pass and wait for some like hey, natural shit to happen. <laughs> boys are boys. I guarantee you could... I, then I'm not a boy. I'm sorry. No, no, Fuck I'm, that. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying I guarantee you could fill up a pickup truck. There would yeah, be enough you, guys to fill up a pickup truck to drive out to buttfuck Egypt. <laughs> buttfuck to, Egypt? Yeah, to VFE, to... To, to to for the possibility of having sex. I guarantee you could still fill up a pickup you truck today. Splinters if you had sex in there. No matter what position you're in. Some people would I think don't think a splinter it. in the ball sack is very worth anything. But yeah, that's a fucked up place. 
Yeah, so there were a lot of little side <laughs> things going on. There was the racist guy who was having problems with the Jewish guy and having problems with his dad. Oh, uh, that was that was more of the serious tone, and then it was just normal. There was also a weird part, that, but I remember just being hilarious when I was a kid about the the coach, uh, the female coach who you they call her Lassie, and the reason you call her Lassie <laughs> is because when she gets in the boys' locker room, it's like the aroma of the boys' locker room takes over, and she moans and howls like a dog. And when yeah. I was a kid... And uh, it came over the PA and no one did shit. I don't think it was the PA. I think it was just the... Uh, the well, then why was the dude out there laughing? It was like just he the, had to get behind the curtain. It was the acoustics of the gym. I think it just it just echoed. Okay, but still. Yeah. Like so, the fuck? Yeah, that wasn't a PA. And, and of course, it had, it had the great... And Maybe. You'd heard it a million it. times already, but this is where it originated, the, the prank phone call where they, they say, hey, can you page Mike Hunt? Right? Uh, yeah, it said Michael Hunt. And she's like, oh. Yes, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah, so she's saying, is, is yeah. Mike Hunt in the parking lot? Has anybody seen Mike Hunt? Is it in the parking lot? Mike? We're looking for and Mike she Hunt. she just does it for way too long, yeah. and everyone's laughing around her, and she's just paying no but, attention. But that brought about all the wonderful, oh, Mike, what else can we do? Hugh we Jass, do, yeah. Mike Hawk. Yeah, Howie Feltersnatch. <laughs> just all, all the great ones like that. And that's why this movie was genius for its time. I'm telling you. Yeah. Just like I mean, if it was made in the fifties, then if this movie was made in the fifties, there would have been a whole lot of people with pitchforks and torches. Laws, yeah, going yeah. down to Band. City Hall or wherever to get this band and and kill the producers and and tar and feather them and and get them out of town. So, but but for nineteen eighty one when this came out or nineteen eighty two when I saw it, and at thirteen fourteen years old, this movie, like I said, it blew my mind. And and just imagine yourself at thirteen. Watching American Pie, it'd be the greatest yeah. thing you've ever seen. And maybe one day you'll be doing a podcast with your son, my grandson, and you'll show him American Pie, and he'll be like, well, that's a piece of shit, Dad. Well, I'll kick his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> For me, your movie at that age was this, Porky's. At that age, my movie was White Chicks, and now I never want to watch that movie again. Piece of garbage. Favorite parts of the movie? Uh, I can't remember his name. What was the the dude who didn't like... The Jew guy, I don't remember his name. I don't leather jacket guy. We'll call yeah, him. Okay, I identify with him in the fact that his dad was really beating on him and <laughs> really fucking him up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I identify with the dad who had a smart mouth son. <laughs> okay, and then been to jail before. Yeah, that needed an ass whipping, and he gave it. All right, fine. <laughs> Bastard. You don't even know his name. I don't even know my guy in the leather jacket's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The, <laughs> what were their names? The dad wasn't was a complete ass. They didn't give the dad a name. And, and the kid was racist because his dad was racist, and it was yeah, yeah it, it, it was, was a big bad. mess. And at the end, he he ended up being not racist and in uh, like made, pretty good friends with the Jew guy with the Jewish guy. Yeah. Um. So favorite parts of the movie? Favorite part or a favorite part or something that you were like, oh yeah, that's good. Hmm. I really did like whenever uh, they got their sweet revenge on Porky. They literally destroyed his entire strip club mm -hmm. and then whenever they chased the kids who did it back to their trap or whatever the good cop did the same thing that the other cop did to Mickey's, boys Mickey's truck yeah. yeah oh why are you driving with a broken head like whoopsh oh now that's $50 and so they did that whole thing to uh, Porky's car which was pink and had a like, you know the figureheads that come off of them? Like the Mercedes stuff? A hood ornament. A hood ornament. Yeah, there was a pig, and the cop shot it off and was like, yeah, fuck you, Porky, kind of. That felt good, but then 
I don't know. I get worked up. You, yeah, you've always loved a good revenge movie or a good yeah. revenge um, in shows. He, Sometimes he, it's not good enough for me because I get so worked up and into it. Don't ever wrong Jack. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just watching the movie and I'm like, oh, this revenge better be good as fuck. If it's not, I'm about to be mad. But I was already mad, truth be told, because I imagine myself in that position thinking like, oh, I could do this, that, that, that. And then I watch him just like give him one little bitch slap or something. And I'm like, dude. I know there were a lot of things you disliked about the movie, uh, but um, I'm trying to think of what I. Oh, I that isn't even my favorite part. Oh, sorry. Okay. I thought of your favorite part. The whole uh, peephole scene where it turned bad. We talked about it a little bit earlier. And he, he put his tongue through first and the girl's like, oh, and they put soap in his mouth. And then uh, he said, oh, I'll give you something to touch. And. She had soap in her hand, and he was about to put his dick through, so I was hoping it'd be like a whack-a-mole thing where she does it quick without like paying attention, like touch his dick. <laughs> but then right before that was going to happen, the, the ogre coach came in, and I'm surprised she didn't tear his dick off, honestly. <laughs> yeah, she ran up and grabbed it, and it was almost where she had like both feet on the wall pulling and so she hard. she had both hands, so there was a lot of it out. Uh, <laughs> and he was like it showed him and he's like crammed up against the wall in that situation that's like 127 hours like what do I do <laughs> I, just, I just use this butter knife I have in my gym shorts and just get out of out of this hell oh that's terrible <laughs> I, I, I know I, I would definitely not do that not worth okay bucket of chicken time Mm. The Bucket of Chicken is the award that Movie Muggin gives out every episode, and we can give it to an actor, we can give it to a director, we can give it to a concept, we can give it to whatever we want to, because it's our Bucket of Chicken. So it looks like you're smiling, you already have who you're going <laughs> to give your Bucket one. of Chicken to. Okay, so my Bucket of Chicken goes to a certain somebody, but for a little bit of context, it was when the boys first walked into the strip club, showed their fake IDs, whatever, to get alcohol and go up to the strippers and watch them do that. Uh, shouts out uh with and a bucket of chicken to the stripper who actually showed them their, their her titties. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's all it takes <laughs> to get a bucket of chicken. And you yep. show show you a couple boobs, and that's your bucket. And you're like, here, it's it's all yours. Yep. Okay. Well, may, what if you could just bribe them with that and say, hey, I got a bucket of chicken. If you show me your boobs, maybe it'd work out. Well, I'd be going to KFC a lot more often. <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what i i normally know exactly who i'm going to give my bucket of chicken and to. i normally don't and you normally <laughs> don't so let me see i'm going to go back in time and give my bucket of chicken as a 13 year old to the movie porkies and that just was good that was my it. magical naughty movie completely mm. forbidden movie that i've really felt like i was getting away with a lot when i saw it so i'm going to go back in time with this bucket of chicken at 13 years old, and I'm going to give it to the movie because it was one of those movies that was life-changing. <laughs> and and these movies, whenever you're watching them at such a young age, kind of opens the gate to that. It does. One, once you find one, then you like kind of have the courage to be like, oh, I'm going to watch another. And it was also so funny that you do want to watch another. Cool. You know, I am glad that you said that movies like this open up for you to watch other movies. It's because like a portal. In 1983, Porky's 2, the next day, came out. Oh, great. That is not on your list. Neither of these. I heard you say another one. In in 1985, Porky's Revenge came out. The third day. And then, I don't know the year of this, but uh, the next Porky's called Pimpin' Pee-wee came out. Normally, the sequel is worse, 
but I think in this case, all the sequels are probably on the same <laughs> level as this one. But Okay, well, so now's your time to tell me how much you hated it. Let's do the rating. All right, so what would you rate this movie? That is the tough part. It does not pass. 100% doesn't pass. I mean, I would love to pass it. I'd love to pass every movie, but it's just not realistic of me to think, oh, it's an hour and a half long, and the last 30 minutes were good. The last 30 minutes were not so good that I'd love to pass it. But I also feel kind of bad for wanting to give it, like, a 40. <laughs> give it what you want. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I, know, I don't care if I hurt your feelings <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I'm struggling between, like, a like a 35 or a 45. Um, Let's do... Let's do like a 38. 38. 38% out of 100. I'm surprised. I thought you would like it a little bit more, but I did see you check out at the very beginning. And it, <laughs> and it did It did start out kind of slow, but it was so magical back in the 80s. So a 38. Okay. 1982, Vince, gives this, my gosh, probably 98. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. 50-year-old Vince, this does not stand the test of time whatsoever i was watching it thinking damn it i, I need to you know <laughs> you just fucked like, up this week's well, pick again <laughs> just like you did last week you yeah. halfway through you were like damn it i should have picked something else and and make no mistake i wanted you to see this movie it had to happen eventually it had to happen eventually based on nostalgia alone i'm going to give this a 70 it's not as great as it was when i was a young juvenile delinquent who was totally <laughs> into stuff like this so so i'm going to give it a 70 all right, well, that was our review of the 1981 comedy smash hit at the time, Porky's. At the time, yeah. Next week is Jack's turn. Be ready for that one. It's going to be a good one. Is it going to be a good one? Yeah, are you, are because you sure? I'm choosing it. Uh, well, last... I'm, but last week still turned out good. But you didn't even pass it. Well, yeah, but the... <laughs> fuck, man, you're making me second guess on my shit, but I, I know you, nothing I pick can be worse than what that's we just what, watched. That's what I do, man. I, I've, I've agonized over which movies to play. And, you know, I got a list of, like I said, almost You got 70. a massive list, and, and I'm sitting here going week by week, like, fuck, when am I going to pick? Part of me, it's like, oh, shit, I got to make sure I get this one in. Uh, I, that one can wait. But but <laughs> here's the problem. I probably have I probably have 40 or 50 of them that I'm like, oh, I got to get this one in. Got to get this one in. So, <laughs> yeah, naturally. So it's, it's constantly moving. My number one, I didn't play it the first time. I didn't play it the second time. I'm not even sure if I'm going to play it the third time, because right now I want to make sure I got to get a banger in here, one that I know for sure he's going to like, because That's I feel bad after this one yeah i guarantee so i feel you man i understand all right well <laughs> any parting words uh if you want to watch anything porky's related i would say get extremely baked or something or like do something that dumbs you down really 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 bad or makes you giggly and then watch it and you'll fucking love it but do not watch it in the, your normal state of mind. Okay. We do not condone drug use on this podcast. We do not. Well, no. So just, you know. So uh, make sure you don't do that. Probably I, just don't watch Porky's then. Yeah, just don't watch Porky's. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number four of Movie Muggin. Next week, we will be back with Jack's pick. Can't wait. Yes. To, can't wait to see what that's going to be. Uh, we know that you have lots of, uh, choices of podcast and we just appreciate that you took a little bit of time with us and thank you for flying the friendly skies with this podcast <laughs> and we will check you out next week. So, so long. From... They'll check us out next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll check them out too. Mm. We're going to have some people at our door, <laughs> girls, like Hooters girls, show us movie mugging. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen one day. Yeah. All right. 
so and then I'm gonna give him a bucket of chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reference to earlier this uh-huh. episode. Call back. Call back. <laughs> All right. So this is the end of Movie Mugging episode number four. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you later. Bye bye now.